0: this no don't do
1: that welcome to the greatest for squares
0: hi everyone welcome hi i'm vince i'm amy this is the greatest for squares our sure is our podcast our
1: podcast uh, where we talk about building a sustainable off-the-grid property in california and myriad disasters that occur on a daily basis
0: and everything along the way
1: oh boy what are we smoking today
0: Today we're smoking trace leches, a good sativa. Yummy. Pretty tasty, right?
1: Delicious as yeah. weed. Delicious as a dessert. How are you? Oh boy. Who even knows anymore? Who can even say? It's a it's a bleak world out there.
0: Yeah, another rough week out there and once again, world and local events have caused us to shift around our schedule shift around our episode order. Um, What's happened since the two short eternities ago when we released our (sighs) last episode? Uh, Oh,
1: boy. Oh, RBG died. That was a punch to the gut. Yeah. Couple of pretty bummer uh, debates. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the president got COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone in the
0: White House has COVID. That's uh, good news.
1: Whatever. You know, I mean, obviously not whatever, but, like, vote... And do what you can on the local level, but at a certain point, it's just like, what is it even... How does it even help to be up-to-date on the mm-hmm. latest, bleakest thing? I don't know. And
0: that's all just one big distraction for whatever else is going on out there.
1: And then here in our, you know, slightly smaller world, in, in the world of California, like, a lot of fires are still raging. The ones that we talked about last time, the Bobcat Fire... Uh, here in LA and the Creek Fire up by our property are still well the Bobcat Fire isn't raging still I think they got that one at like 90% containment yeah
0: and they're at like 50% with the Creek Fire but there's still a lot of fires that are just complexes and they're huge and they're going to burn for months yet
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it hasn't been quite as hot it was really hot through September and it's finally cooled down a little and I think that's helped them fight it a little little
1: bit bit, yeah
0: so it hasn't been as as bleak but it's been
1: the smoke is still really bad though yeah it's been
0: pretty stifling yeah the cool
1: weather and the extra containment that they've been managing has not seemed to help very much with the smoke situation
0: been very stifling here in LA being on double secret probation quarantine
1: yeah yeah you can't go anywhere inside but you also can't breathe the air outside yeah Yeah,
0: COVID's definitely still a thing now you got to wear like two different types of masks because you can't have uh,
1: fun things to learn in 2020 because
0: the COVID can get out of the respirator um, yeah, you can't wear an mask. N95
1: respirator mask for COVID because your breath can come out of it. But you can't wear a cloth COVID mask for smoke because the particulates are too small and go in it.
0: <sighs> yeah, so now we we don't really check the temperature anymore or the weather. We check the AQI every day.
1: Yeah, that's new. That's a 2020 thing. I've never compulsively checked AQI like this before. Mm.
0: What's AQI.
1: Uh, Air Quality Index, right?
0: Yeah. So how
1: do they actually, like, test it? So there's a couple of different ways that you can, you know, get your AQI information, as I have now discovered. There's, like, semi-official government Yeah, websites, there are a handful so, like, of official test um,
0: stations around L.A. Mm-hmm.
1: But then there's all of these, like, personal... It's a Purple Air or Plume or something? I think
0: there are a couple of them out there, but the one you, you download isn't it? You can also buy this home test thing that you hang up outside, and then it right. becomes another data point.
1: Right, exactly. So there's like four or five people in Glendale that have one of these, and so it maps out. And then, you know, in the surrounding area, there's probably another 40 or something between people in LA and people in Pasadena and you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, so there's a little bit less precision, I think, with the home kit depending on how people mount right. them. But, but the beauty of it is of there's them.
1: more of them, exactly. So I don't rely on one given station and instead I try to just like look at all of them and take the average.
0: As you should do with all things in this modern world, don't rely on just one source, right. try to get an aggregate of a few of them and you know, the ones we cross check all all come to the roughly the same
1: Yeah, usually the personal ones, I find, run a little higher than the official government ones. Mm. Um, Okay, but so, like, what actually is AQI? Like, what is it measuring?
0: AQI, Air Quality Index, is, I think, a composite measure of a couple different types of pollutants. Uh, Most of the time, the ones that you're worried about with wildfires um, are the, the... particulate matter, the PM 2.5. Yeah,
1: that's the one that I mostly see, 2.5. And PM 5.
0: 10, yeah. Is so
1: 2.5
0: microns? Microns. Or micrometers, okay. I think they're one and the same. So okay. like your hair is like 70 or 100 micrometers. Um, a grain of sand is like 50 to 60, like fine beach sand. And if it's under 10, it can get into your lungs and into your bloodstream. And so you can imagine 2.5 is like the really dangerous, insidious stuff. Um, so AQI is generally a composite of that. It's also factoring in like sulfur dioxide in the atmosphere. Um, some days you have like really high ozone and I think it factors that into, hmm. um, but yeah, uh, right now it's mostly 2.5 that we're worried about.
1: Yeah. that's, I assume mostly coming off of the, the Fires. wildfires. Fires. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: combustible matter. It's too small to be seen and it gets really into your, deep into your lungs and bloodstream. And it's really not that apparent from looking at the sky. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed when the fires first started, like the sky was orange, there was a halo around the sun. Right. It was the very air
1: apocalyptic.
0: Tasted like barbecue. You could kind <laughs> yeah. of surmise that yep. maybe the air wasn't great to breathe. Yeah. But in the past couple weeks I've noticed, you know, the winds have changed. You see the plume like far off in the distance blowing away from mm-hmm. you. The sky is even pretty clear and blue. But then we look at the AQI and it's still like, like 200, hung, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100, 200. So it's not always a direct right. correlation. Right, or
1: today it's like kind of hazy out. Yeah. But the AQI is like 65.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're kind of used to gross looking air in LA and I don't think we ever looked at AQI, you know, on yeah. high, small so days. There is
1: that. So it's like for as much as I'm fixating on this now, there's a part of me that's like, well, are you just being anxious about this now that you know about it? Like, has the AQI in LA always been pretty bad? And you're just, now you have something else to quantify and get anxious over? But no, I looked into it. And the average AQI in LA for the last, like, you know, 10 or 20 years is like 20 Okay, and right now it's sixty, and that's amazing. Like sixty is as good as can be hoped yeah, for we right can have now. Our
0: windows open again
1: Anywhere under a hundred and we've been opening our windows. yeah, but we often can't. It's yeah. often like a hundred and fifty. And in Mariposa, it's been really bad. So, I mean, that is one weird thing about the future, right? Like, I can track the air quality in Mariposa from Glendale. I can track it hundreds of miles away.
0: And minute by minute, pretty much.
1: The problem is it's really hard to have, um, not previews. Um,
0: forecast, Forecasts. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
0: this is so a forecast, not a preview. It's
1: nice that I can know what it is right now, but it makes it hard to guess when it's safe to go up. Which is a big deal for us because, you know, we have work to do up there. We would love to go up there more right now, but, like, it's really hard to know what the air quality is going to be. And you don't want to get stuck up there with, like, a 300 AQI, which it has been in the past few weeks.
0: Yeah, here you can close the windows and crank the AC, and up there you can't You're just in do it. That. You're just in it. You're breathing it, even with a mask.
1: Um, Um, But that takes us to your last trip up there. Yeah. So let's get into that.
0: Yeah, sure. Um,
1: Because the AQI was pretty bad, and I was texting, you. we'll get into this in a second, mm -hmm. but what we did is I didn't end up going up, and so I was texting the AQI because I had service here in L.A. Look up the AQI in Mariposa and text Vince so when he got service, he would at least Mm -hmm. know then what it was like I but
0: one or two texts a yes. day and one of them would be the aqi yeah. update which was very useful cool um last weekend um we got finally got the bus moved up north
1: yeah with
0: our friends
1: after all this time now there's a bus on our property yeah
0: that as has been
1: foreseen
0: foreseen it's all unfolding um and yeah it's a big asset now with all the smoke to have another interior space mm-hmm. um that will you know we'll talk about the the furnishings later but um we finally got it moved up the AQI was bad enough that Amy and Dickens decided together <laughs> yes to stay behind and that turned out to be for the best there was a lot of logistics it ended up being cramped despite having a bus right right um so I think we did the right thing there I drove out to Joshua Tree on Saturday morning to help our friends finish packing the bus of course everything takes way longer <laughs> than you plan Um, I didn't get there as early as I would have liked, and I'm pretty sure they wish they'd had more time Uh to pack before I came to. Um, But we did what we could with that day. Uh, They showed me some of the stuff, you know, the maintenance stuff on the bus. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, it wasn't too hot. It was only in, like, the 90s, which is good for Joshua Tree. So, yeah, we did what we could with the daylight and saved the rest for Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah, packed up literally everything on yeah. Sunday morning. Oh, it'll only yeah. really take two hours.
0: Uh-huh. It's a 400-mile drive, which is like eight hours, good conditions in a car. Uh-huh. So in a bus, it's so much slower. You got to do, like, steep grades at 20 miles an hour. It takes a long time. Uh-huh. So I really wanted to get out of there before dawn on Sunday Uh so that no one would have to drive in the dark but that didn't
1: was not to be
0: uh yeah we ended up packing and cleaning until about 2 p.m. on Sunday we got the bus backed out and on the road um (laughs) our friends drove the bus and their car which doesn't have a.c. and their friend who came along to help them rode in the bus as like navigator so our Yaris was the only vehicle out of the three with AC um, and they have a cute little furry dog who's not a big fan of the heat Mm -hmm. so we took most of our stuff out of the Yaris put it in the bus or in their car and set up a bed in the back for the dog he was very comfortable and slept most of the time but every once in a while had to look out the back window to make sure his mama was still behind us. (laughs) Yeah, we got on the road at two, stopped right away to get some gas and make sure the bus was driving okay, and it was. It's a diesel bus. has an 80-gallon tank, which, once we filled it up, we figured out it can go like all day. You can drive like 500 miles on a tank if you're not pushing it. I got really good mileage in the RS, uh, like 42 mpg, I love our little car. No, oh. She's getting up there in miles. We just put some money into her today. hmm Finally replaced those axles that have been <laughs> creaking. So we get another $100,000 No, Oh, her. I hope yeah. so. It was getting dark as we left Bakersfield, which was pretty stressful for driving the bus. Um, the mirrors don't really give you great visibility during the day. Um, okay. so it was understandably pretty harrowing for him, I'm sure, on 99. Um... But fortunately, no incidents, no breakdowns for any of our old janky workers. Uh-huh. I think we got up to the property around 10.30
1: p.m. ten yeah. p-
0: 10.30 p.m. That last haul had to do at like 20 miles uh-huh. an hour.
1: Bus got in okay, though. Didn't hit any overhanging branches. Yeah. You managed to trim everything that was necessary to trim.
0: All the ones that were keeping me up at night. Uh-huh. I imagined like seeing it in my rear view during the day. And at night it was even scarier. But no, it rounded all the hairpin turns and didn't get stuck going up any of the hills and didn't clip any rocks or (laughs) trees or branches. Cool. Their plan originally was to go back to Joshua Tree the next day, do the final cleanup there, and then start heading back to the Midwest.
1: Yeah, they needed to get on the road. (laughs) That's why the bus is now on our property, because it had to be. Um, This was like the very last minute they could leave it where it was in Joshua Tree before our friend needs to fly out of the country.
0: But that's a bad turnaround, getting into Mariposa late at night and then leaving right away in the morning. So I was kind of hoping that they'd decide to take a little extra time. And yeah, they decided they needed that extra day and not just drive back right away. It's brutal. It's a long drive, especially if you don't have A.C., um, but that gave me a chance to drive the bus.
1: Yeah. We
0: got some pictures of that, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. We
0: posted some. Awesome.
1: And not just around the clearing either. Like, you drove the bus into town, right?
0: Yeah. That was pretty important because they're kind of counting on us to be able to drive it should the new arise. Well, rise. yeah, exactly. So yeah, so it's...
1: It's our ward of the state now. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I drove it down to Mariposa. It's It's pretty sobering to drive that large of a vehicle. Yeah,
1: what's it like?
0: have a lot less fear of like like? vans and trucks now. Um, It's very heavy and very slow getting going. And similarly, uh, behaves very differently going downhills. Mm. That was kind of, I think, the the most harrowing part for me. It it has air brakes. So when they talk about pumping the brakes, that's especially critical for air brake systems. So when you're going down a hill... You don't want to... It's tempting to let momentum take over. You're like, I'm going to get really good mileage, go 55 down this Maybe hill. Maybe
1: tempting for you. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> Safety you really, is always my number really one You really got to keep
0: it slow. And yeah, these air brakes need to recharge. So that's why you have to let off the brakes as you're going down oh, the hill. Oh, huh. Um, to let the air, the pneumatic system recharge.
1: Huh, um, that's what that You means. can't
0: just ride the brake the entire time down. Um and that also means you can't push it and go fast and expect to be able to, to slow down. Right. They do grab. And that was the other thing I had to get used to. Like, um, they were riding in, in the back to like coach me through right, it and right. like had to hold on to stuff. Cause <laughs> when you apply the brake, it can really grab and stop itself. But then you fling all the kids forward right. off their seats. Right. <laughs>
1: slash bus full of yeah. items and people.
0: But I caught on pretty quick and you gotta use sure you those didn't. mirrors and remember you got a lot hanging off the back and the you know, the ass end swings all over the place. Uh-huh. But you keep an eye on it and yeah, it was fun and I feel competent and confident now to cool. to drive it around if we need to.
1: At least you have a good like vantage point. That's the perk, I suppose, of driving a large vehicle. You have a larger vehicle to maneuver and it's heavier, but at least you have a bird's eye view of the whole scenario. Yeah,
0: you're higher up off the ground for the things that are in front of you, but then you don't see the things below you I guess in that's your blind true. spot off to the true. side. And especially if something's like right behind you on your tail, you're not going to see it. It's really hard to like sure. back up and the mirrors are curved. So that sort of distorts the perspective. Uh-huh. So you can't really back as effectively without a helper. It's it's not super easy. And it's, I don't want sucks to do if it. if you have to go in reverse. <laughs> so you try to just... Yeah find 40 acres to turn around. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've conquered my fear and I can drive the bus. When we got back, we spent the rest of the day kind of clearing brush around where we were parking and getting the bus ready to sit for a while. Uh Um, We tested out the new solar panels that they got and the Yeti, the battery storage yeah, thing, so that's, that's been a paradigm that's shift.
1: Right, that's like the best asset that we got out of this whole thing, yeah, right? Was, yeah,
0: having a shelter is, is definitely cool, but now But well, we have some
1: of our own shelters mm-hmm. already. What we didn't have was power.
0: Yeah, so this thing's pretty cool. It's a Yeti 3000. Um, they have like some uh, combination of solar panels that I think at their best could give you like 400 watts. So in theory, could fully charge it on a good summer's day. Um, and they also have this really rad cooler, uh, that is an active refrigerator and freezer. So it's got the fridge on one side, the freezer on the other. It gets fucking cold. You can set it to like 20 below, I think. Um,
1: Of course, that would have been nicer to have all summer. Now it's starting to get cold already up there. You can
0: probably put warm stuff in it too, and it'll stay warm. (laughs) Sure. Um... But the really cool thing is during the day, and you know, it's it's late summer, um, and there's a lot of smoke in the air, so solar conditions weren't the best. But during the day when we had it plugged in, not only were we running that refrigerator mm-hmm. off of it, but we were charging it and having a net positive charge. Cool. Yeah.
1: And running an air purifier, right? Yeah! Uh,
0: going back to Amy texting me the AQI updates, it's like, even if we know the AQI... What are we supposed to do about it? Where are we supposed to go?
1: Yeah, so I've been tracking the AQI in Mariposa for several weeks now. um, And there tends to be this peak midday from like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. where the AQI peaks to like 300 or even 400 sometimes. And that is super not healthy to be outside in.
0: We wore our N95 masks when we were outside, or at least I tried to. Uh, but so we'd stay in the bus during that midday peak, do lunch in the bus, crank the air purifier. Our friends slept in the bus and ran the air purifier all night. So that'll be an option for us when we're up there and the air is bad.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, it was nice having the air purifier. Um... Yeah, that leads into, we had a little bit of time, like two hours to try to turn the van over. Uh And this time it did not turn over. Uh. Vacuumed out the engine, blew out the engine. I'm sure the like rat shit and bedding material in the air intake wasn't Ooh. helping too much uh-huh. but also the gas is probably starting to go bad
1: yeah gas goes bad so fast pretty
0: fast it's been sitting up there since march hot summer I'm yeah sure it, it really it only, only takes a few after. months six months i was
1: really surprised i learned that when i was doing the research for my apocalypse novel and oh, yeah, yeah i assumed it at least was a, a couple years yeah. but no like a few months
0: are we gonna talk about that at all that's been happening
1: Oh, that my book is in paperback now. Yeah,
0: Amy wrote a book and it's been published it in paperback on the podcast. Uh-huh. Okay, well it's it's legit, but you it's know, a it's real like... book
1: now in three dimensions. Yeah, it is yeah. exciting. It is cool.
0: Is it just three? I thought you wrote it in four dimensions.
1: Well, I mean, everything is in four dimensions, right? Whoa. Maybe maybe art is the fifth dimension, man.
0: Um, no, I don't think that makes any sense. <laughs> I think you were closer the first time. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, next weekend when we go up again, I can bring some fuel stabilizer, mm. some engine starter spray. You spray that in the engine somewhere, and it's uh, guaranteed it guarantees to start it that it engine magic. every time. Battery jumper, because, you know, we tried cranking it so many times, probably during the battery quite a bit. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I hope I can get it turned over. And then... Yeah, I mean,
1: it's useful as a storage space for yeah. right now, but it would be nice if we didn't just have... A van be a storage space yeah. and definitely slash trash on our property
0: right. with a bad tank of gas in it. Yeah, so. I played cookie the whole time.
1: That's nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, our food stayed cold. That was great. Made a couple tasty meals. Nothing too fancy. Some pasta, mm-hmm. but every, everyone was grateful to just have plenty to eat. Took some walks. That was really nice. Oh
1: yeah, two new people have seen our property now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um and they were both in love with it just as charmed as everyone else has been and can really see both the potential and the natural beauty that is that doesn't need to be disturbed we saw one of the largest uh, gatherings of those um, turkey vultures you think they are that we've ever seen so if anyone knows the word for a shit ton of turkey vultures let us know it's probably some parliamentary uh, Uh group kind of thing um, the diet, a diet of turkey vultures,
1: yeah, a Congress of turkey vultures, a
0: Duma of turkey vultures, um, a
1: conflagration of turkey vultures, yeah,
0: a coup of turkey vultures, <laughs> a civil unrest of turkey vultures, yeah, had a lot of fun up there, didn't make any bricks this time around, but
1: there was no time for that, a lot
0: of bricks, yeah.
1: And there's the bus now. Yeah. So, I mean, we still need to make the breaks to finish the greenhouse, uh-huh. but let's celebrate the wins. Yeah.
0: Major game changer up there. Real happy with the bus. I'm really glad they spent an extra day, got to enjoy their time mm-hmm. up there a little bit. Um, we all left around 1 o'clock on the last day, kind of carpooled, or caravaned for a while. I mean, I took their dog again because <laughs> it was so hot.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, got back down to Glendale and jumped right back into work. Hoofta. Yeah, it's been a it's been a real whirlwind of a year for a whole yeah. stretch. <laughs> Looking forward to taking her easy some in 21. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hope so.
0: I hope so, too. Um, but it's all worth it for this shit, because it's so cool. I'm really glad we're doing this now and not waiting and throwing everything we've got into it.
1: I wish we'd been able to do more. It feels like we should have been able to do more in the space of a year. Uh, we're coming up on almost a year. Yeah. What was it, like, the 24th or something of October?
0: That we bought it? That we bought it, yeah. Oh, I guess so. We'll have to look into it. Yeah, so... I know it was October Just a couple... Sometime.
1: Maybe a week or two? Mm-hmm.
0: And all you have to do is look back at the pictures and see, like, oh, yeah, we had to do but, all that. It yeah. was totally bare when we bought yeah. it. Yeah.
1: On the one hand, it feels like it, we've hardly done anything. Like, we have a greenhouse, and that's cool. We have a compost toilet, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, that doesn't seem like very much to accomplish with a full year, you know? Yeah. But... When I looked, we we were looking at some pictures with lunch. Actually, mm-hmm. when we were eating lunch a few hours ago, um, some pictures from February,
0: yeah.
1: which was this year, but <laughs> feels like
0: a very different time. A
1: hundred years ago, there were no structures. February. Think about the self you were in February. Yeah. Oh boy! But yeah, looking at the pictures and realizing, oh yeah, it's not just that we built a greenhouse and a compost toilet. It's we had a lot of.
0: All of the paths, Earth the earthworks, do, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. all just a Path weekend, lights. a few days at a time. Uh the staircase my mom built, uh-huh. which looks so cool and yep. just so natural that you forget, Oh yeah, you have to build that. And,
1: and the, the greenhouse thing. is no small task. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And it. We
1: probably made it much more complicated than we needed of course, to. But, but... <laughs> all those floor layers. But I think it was worth it. Yeah.
0: That was the experiment. Yeah. But yeah, I think we really have accomplished a lot up there in a year and so much of it has been by our own means, you know, without a lot of heavy machinery.
1: Yeah, so we, built all that stuff. we can talk about this a little bit more next time, too. But we were thinking about renting an excavator next weekend um, at the property, obviously. Um, we've decided against yeah, it. Yeah, I don't
0: think that's going to happen this year.
1: But it simultaneously feels like we're going too fast and too slow, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're not quite ready for an excavator. That's a big step. But it's been a year, yeah. aren't we? Are well, we really not? Well, I would not? be ready
0: for it in like three months if the weather wasn't such a factor, but right. I really don't want to rent one in the middle of winter when it's going to, you know, maybe be super muddy, wet, or frozen. Right. Um So, yeah, just not quite ready yet and definitely not something I want to rush. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, we've kind of committed to doing even more hard manual labor. Right continue to clear away our brush but now that rain is coming we need to really spread some seeds and that is the name of the game this upcoming mm-hmm. season you know yep. you got a different priority all throughout the year and i think for all of us um you know we're we're into the fire in late summer early fall and next we're moving into the planting phase mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna spread some, some flax, some <laughs> peas, some corn, or not corn, uh, some winter stuff, some kale, broccoli, brassicas, some ground cover, some mm-hmm. thyme, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I suppose it's worth remembering that it's not just any year that we've accomplished what we've accomplished. It's this year, this year of hell and suffering 2020. So, I guess it's not so bad, given that, uh... Everything that we've gotten accomplished in a year, it's not too bad.
0: Remember when it wasn't 2020?
1: I can't say that all of the fires have been particularly comforting or reassuring about our decision to move to California. I still love it here. I really Mm -hmm. do. It's like my favorite state. But there is a part of me that's like, what did we do? (laughs) We just not only moved to, but then bought property in the state where everything is collapsing first. Oh, yeah. But it's gonna collapse everywhere. Yeah,
0: and in and in that way I've I feel more galvanized by the fires. Um not only like you say, recognizing that, you know, these disasters are gonna get amplified everywhere. If you live somewhere where it rains a lot, you're gonna yeah. get floods. Um, if you live somewhere where you get hurricanes or tornadoes, you're going to blow away. Yeah. Um. And in, Earth, in California, it's going to be an earthquake or a fire. You yeah. know, one of the two. Still and not to worry about Nature's kind of catching up. We should get about a million a year, a million acres a yeah. year. And this burn. year, it's like yeah. four million acres burned. But hopefully, we'll we'll let it burn. We'll establish equilibrium. And also, I want to embrace this. I know I've talked about it before, yeah. but if this land is meant to burn... We got to figure out how to live with that, um, how to yeah. be a part of that.
1: at this point, it's actually not the fire itself that's so daunting as it is the smoke and the air quality. Like, that hadn't really occurred to me mm-hmm. that, yeah, sure, we were worried about it actually burning and our mm-hmm. experience, you know, with your mom's place in Napa and helping her evacuate and the notion of our actual place burning to the ground was the thing that I was afraid of. Hadn't occurred to me that there would be this middle ground of, oh, you just can't go up there for two months because the air is toxic because everything mm-hmm. around it is burning.
0: Did we wear masks back then? When? During the Napa fires. No,
1: but I don't think it affected the air quality the way that it did. Or that we just weren't
0: aware of it. I'm sure it did. And I mean, it wasn't I'm sure it did, but. But I remember that they told us to wear masks when we went to, like, walk around in ashes. They say if you're going to walk right. around in, you know, burning, burned places, you should definitely wear a a mask with a respirator. Um, But I don't think we were as aware of it. Definitely, like, the sky was very smoky everywhere we went.
1: It's true. Yeah. So I know at a certain point, you kind of just have to be like, well, am I going to just not do anything or am I going to do it anyway? And it's different than COVID because it only affects yourself, right? Mm -hmm. The decision to go work outside in the smoke isn't a super healthy one, but it doesn't make anyone else's lungs worse. Not wearing a mask to a store endangers your whole community. Mm -hmm. So, obviously I'm not ready to just throw my hands in the air with COVID, but I'm starting to feel ready to throw my hands in the air with the smoke, smoke. because I just... It's it's paralyzing. Yeah. So, we're going to go up next weekend, and hopefully the air will be okay, but it's going to have to be pretty bad, I think, for us to decide not to go, because... It's been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. For it's been like a month and a half for me yeah. since I've been up there. Like we have there's shit we need My to do. My mom hasn't
0: been up there all summer. She's yeah. itching to go. And there are some kind of high priorities for me that you know it's yeah, it's gonna rain any important. day. Yeah. And I want to be ready for it because otherwise something else will fill the void right. from that from that rain.
1: And the temperature is like perfect yeah. now. It's like high in the mid 80s, low in the mm-hmm. 50s. Yeah. So it would be nice to get up before it starts getting. Mm-hmm too cold
0: and we gotta get some fodder for our next episode
1: (laughs) well there's that Some pictures also true better
0: pictures of the bus (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) um yeah we look forward to playing around up there and telling you about it
1: yeah i am definitely looking forward to seeing the bus in its place on the property i mean i saw it when when it was in joshua tree but now it'll be part of our property which will be very cool um and now we'll have power which is awesome and refrigeration which is cool which is cool
0: (laughs) yeah the bus really ties the whole clearing together yeah
1: ties the room together
0: and i'm looking forward to gardening yeah yeah digging for somebody else
1: start making this a little bit more sustainable since that's part of the whole goal yeah Alright, well, I think that covers it for now.
0: I think so. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye.